Hey everybody, hope this finds you well and smiling. Um, if it doesn't, I hope that you are well and smiling soon. Just wanted to check in with you. It's been a while since I have published a podcast. I've got a lot going on. And um, I've, also, I've also had some technical difficulties um, attempting to make a podcast with a very, very interesting woman that hopefully we'll be able to get it together and the technical issues will resolve. But in the meantime, I just wanted to provide an update as to what's going on with me um, without giving too many details, um, just because it's boring. But um, I finally, finally have ended my uh, career with a, a company that I have been with for 16 years. And it was, and still is, it's still very fresh, but it is scary. Uh, it was scary to, to make the decision. It was and is... Um, challenging but I am up for the challenge and I don't know what this next chapter will bring I can only be hopeful and keep an open mind as I am going to be focused on updating my website and hopefully trying to grow this kindness tree brand a little bit more and see where it takes me. So just to give a little bit of a backstory, um, what I have been doing for the last, I think it's been five years. Um, I'm not good with time and I don't have my resume in front of me. So it may be a year or two. Uh, it may be like six. Maybe, no, I think it's five. Uh, what I've been doing has not been necessarily, it was by choice, so I'll be clear about that. It was my choice to do that, um, but it was more so for not just me, but my family. I agreed to step down from my position five years ago. I was a corporate trainer, and I really loved the job. What I didn't love was the travel, so... Um, for a lot of people, that's not a big deal, and I totally get that, and I, quite frankly, I'm envious. Um, but for a wife and a mother of two young children, it was becoming a strain. And of course, we were being told that, well, the travel was part of the job, and it was going to increase, because that's just where the company saw the position going. So, um that had already started happening and I started not liking it. Um, not liking that aspect of my job, being told that I was going to have to go away for three weeks or two weeks or um, possibly two weeks, come home for a weekend, then leave again for two weeks. It was just becoming such a mental strain. But I was also dealing with this weird anxiety of flying, which 
in the past, I, I would say it was at a minimal level of flying. Um, just if I hadn't been on a plane in a while, I think that my anxiety was a little higher. But it wasn't anything where I needed to take any kind of prescription or anything like that. I always just managed through it. It wasn't anything that required, um, you know, that caused palm sweating or anything like that. But um, it definitely was something where I had to do a lot of, you know, positive thinking and just... I don't want to say meditation because it wasn't, it doesn't meet the definition of meditation, but a lot of self-talk. And I often just had to kind of preach to myself about you're, you're going to be fine, you're overreacting, you need to just breathe deeply, you're going to be up in the air, or, um, you know, if we had turbulence, same kind of thing, you're going to be okay. Um, but what started happening is with each trip, I was getting more and more anxious and the trips were becoming more and more frequent. So I didn't quite understand being the analytical person I was, why the hell I'm traveling more. So I should be used to it more. I should not be having this anxiety, but I became so anxious that I actually started trying to plan if something happened to me, should I leave letters for my children and should I leave my passwords for my husband so that he can access my bank account and I can tell you that from a logical perspective um, that seems really irrational but at the same time it was you know I felt like I had to plan for something uh, and maybe that was my way of just kind of dealing with the worry was feeling like, okay, well, if at least I have a plan, then I can kind of calm down a little bit. But with that said, that's when, of course, my brain tumor happened. Um, that's, it was a business trip and I was 1600 miles away from home, yada, yada, yada. If you listen to the other podcasts, you already know that. If you haven't, you may want to go back and listen. But so brain tumor discovered, surgery done, away from home, come back home, um, wasn't sure about the job. So I have to tell you, my, just my whole perspective about work just completely changed um, from, yeah, I didn't want to be away from my family to, no, wait a minute, I'm, I'm, this is going to be on my terms. I'm going to determine what I'm doing, when I'm doing it. If I'm going to get on a plane again, it's going to be when I say so, not when you tell me. Um, so it was almost like this rebellion kind of thing that started, but it didn't start. That was probably in me since I was like two. But anyway, uh, so that's kind of where I ended up and I had created the Inhale Goodness, Exhale Kindness logo, if you will. It wasn't a logo at that time. It was more so a mantra for me because uh, a couple years prior, I just found myself getting really sucked into a lot of negativity. Um, you know, I was on Facebook and that was kind of new for me at the time and um, that 
definitely, I hadn't quite figured out how to make Facebook work for me. So I, social media, I, I hadn't quite figured that out. So the inhale goodness, exhale kindness was more so a mantra for me that, look, I need to focus on the good stuff that's going on. Um, there's a lot of that going on. Just focus on that. And when you focus on that, you become a nicer person. You want to do nice things for other people. It makes you more compassionate. It was just kind of that, uh, the yin and the yang of, you know, take in good stuff. And then that good stuff is going to go back into the universe. And again, if you've listened to the other podcasts, I don't want to repeat myself, but that kind of started before the whole brain tumor thing. And then the brain tumor thing happened. And I thought, oh my gosh, maybe I'm not going to be able to go back to work. I don't know what the neurologist is going to tell me. They really haven't told me much. And maybe they're going to tell me you're susceptible to these. This is something that, you know, we have to keep, you know, I didn't know. I, I honestly, I didn't go through a bunch of what if scenarios. I just thought I have to have a plan. I have to have a backup plan. So I purchased a screen pre screen printing kit off of Amazon, good old Amazon, um, Jeff Bezos doing, doing stuff for people, uh, and for $50. And I started trying to screen print, print that image in my basement and this is where we are today. So after a lot of failure and messing screens up, and I still mess screens up, <laughs> so I do not consider myself by any means a fantastic screen printer. Um, I am a mediocre screen printer. A mediocre might be giving myself a little more credit than I should, but... Um, I kind of do have a little bit of an understanding of mesh count and all that good stuff and pressure. And um, so I probably know a little bit more than than some, but not nearly as much as I could know. So the designs just started coming as far as things happening in life. So that's why I refer to them as life-inspired designs because... There were things happening to friends, family, and um, all around me. And of course, that was creating inspiration for the next design. So while some of the designs um, may have different meanings to some people, they probably hold a very personal meaning to me because of where I was at the time or what was happening um, in my life at the time. So each design has definitely been inspired by something or someone. And um, I hope that when you wear them, you kind of feel a little connected to either an experience in your life or um, possibly whatever I have shared regarding that design. So the brain tumor thing. Okay, so I did the whole screen printing and I started selling the stuff on Etsy. Um, and I was doing okay. I mean, not, it, it was no way going to pay bills. That Let's just make that very clear. 
Um, but I was making a little bit of money. And uh, I thought, wow, this is all right. Well, maybe, you know, people like this. Maybe I could do something with this. And what was happening is I would hear about people through social media, different stories of inspiration or people struggling. Um, and I would send shirts. So it just became part of my mission, my purpose. It was, wait a minute, I have something that I can give to people. Um, I, I learned how to do this. I can give shirts to people to try to lift them up. And I was giving away probably, you know, close to what I was making, which obviously from a business standpoint, (laughs) that is not a great business model. Um, if you want to be uh, productive and profitable. And that's, you know, definitely not what was happening to me. But with that said, what it was giving me was something much more than what any amount of money could possibly give. And that's where I am today. Um, throughout my, let me see, late 20 or mid to late 20s um i started trying to minimize the amount of stuff in my life and that's ultimately what money represented for me was stuff because what do you do with money um you buy stuff or you can buy an experience you can buy a trip which i i prefer that but um for for me what i would see from people around me was that they would get money and buy things and stuff and bigger cars or more expensive cars or bigger houses and more expensive houses. And I just tried to, for myself, stop getting as much stuff. So the knickknacks that I would have around, I minimalized that. I don't have the kind of knickknacks that I used to have. Um, I still have knickknacks, but not nearly as many. And just, I try to be mindful of that as I go through life to keep that into perspective that the stuff um, is not what's going to fulfill me. It's doing for others that fulfills me. The job that I took, so essentially I decided to step down from my trainer position because There was nothing else for me. Of course, they can't create a job for me. That's not something that they can do. Um, I would have loved to have been a virtual trainer for the rest of my life, but that wasn't a possibility. So I stepped down and into a position that I was training, um, partly. Um, I say that because it's a different aspect of the job. And I, I went to this different department because I needed more money. Essentially, my husband and I are both, we, we purchased the house that we're in. And a lot of people probably get themselves in the same situation. But we were two breadwinners, uh, a two breadwinner household. And we purchased a house with that in mind. There was no... Um, expectation or foresight to say, well, maybe one day one of us isn't going to want to work anymore, isn't going to be able to work anymore. I mean, who the hell 
um, plans for something drastic like a brain tumor uh, to occur or cancer, for goodness sakes, for so many people that have gone through that, that's not something that we plan for. Maybe we should, um, but we certainly as a family did not. So, um, so I am no longer employed with a corporation and I am trying to grow this brand and grow this message and this mission and it is frightening. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, what is promising is that I do have an incredible amount of support. Obviously, my husband did not throw me out when I said um, I wanted to give up <laughs> on my corporate job. Um, and he was very supportive. And I can't thank him enough for while in the back of his mind he's like you better get another job soon you better get another job soon and ultimately that may be what I have to do uh, in order for us to maintain our sanity and that's I'm okay with that I'm just not going to go back to doing what I did at least I know and have learned that what I was doing was sucking every piece of positive energy that I had from my being daily and um, printing a shirt. I was doing tired. And while that was positive for me, it was exhausting for me at the same time. So, and then of course with COVID, um, being in a job you don't like, and I'm sure so many people can relate to this. Um, and I, it, the burden was on me essentially to be the virtual teacher for our, at the time, first grader. And my husband's job isn't, wasn't as flexible as mine. And quite frankly, he made a lot more money than I did. And guess whose shoulders that fell on me. So I was a virtual teacher for a first grader at home while I was trying to work from home doing a job um, that I did not like. And I can't tell you physically my body spoke to me and it spoke to me like last September. It was the beginning of the year. And I just knew that I wasn't going to be able to do this again. I knew that March of 2020 and April and May, that almost broke me um, as a human trying to maintain performance with my nine to five job and teaching my daughter. It just became, um, I really, I just <laughs> daily, I thought, I don't know that I can do this. And then September came and I'm like, well, you're going to have to do this all over again. And I had been crying in the shower. Um, you know, this was last September. So September 2020. Yes, that's right. Um, not 2021. That was this year. Um, 
But I remember telling my primary care doctor that I had been crying in the shower daily. And, you know, as a woman, we know about perimenopause and you read about it and some of us talk about it. But I didn't know if it was that, if it was a combination of that and all the stress that I was under. I honestly just felt really lost. I felt lost. I felt helpless. And, but I knew that I was a strong woman and I knew I had to listen to myself. So, um, essentially I took a few months off, uh, medical because I, <laughs> to tell you all the physical things that were going on with me, I just can't even, it, it was we joke about having nervous breakdowns, at least I, I have in the past. I'm pretty sure that I was having a nervous breakdown. Uh, the amount of stress, anxiety, I was dealing with nausea daily, headaches daily. Um, and the the one day that kind of just pushed me over the edge, I, I, I guess it was a panic attack is what some therapists have told me. And I had never encountered anything like that before in my life. And I was sitting down to my computer ready to do, oh, I had already done, I think, an hour's worth of work. And I just had this extremely fast heartbeat and pain in my chest. And I felt like I couldn't breathe. And I was like, what in the hell is happening to me? I felt nauseous. I was like, something's just not right. And my body was telling me, you can't do this anymore. You just can't. You're, this isn't good for you. Um, so fast forward to a year later, um, a little over a year later, and it it wasn't good for me. And I decided it wasn't good for me. And here I am. So... As I venture forward, I have no idea what I could be working for another corporation in a month. Um, I may be still continuing to try to grow this business. And I just wanted to say I appreciate you listening. Um, I appreciate the connections. I appreciate those of you that have shared your personal stories and that will continue to do so. I know you will because I've talked to several of you privately. And I really believe that that is the best part of humanity is that we can share our challenges, our struggles, and see each other for the real rawness human beings that we are it allows us to have more compassion for each other. And ultimately, it allows us to connect on levels that we wouldn't otherwise be able to connect with. So I hope you continue to hang out. Um, again, I'm hoping that I get these technical difficulties 
fixed with uh, my, I don't know if it's my phone or the Anchor app, but um, I've been having problems and um, hopefully we'll be able to have some guest speakers soon. With that said, feel free to check out kindnesstreemovement.com for the holidays. I'll probably be accepting orders up to December 10th. Uh, basically meaning that that will, it might be a little sooner than that. Actually, I think that's a Friday, um, uh, might be like December 8th because a lot of the items might not be in stock and I'm going to have to order them. And of course I need to leave myself enough time to get whatever it is you're ordering in, print it and then ship it myself. So, and I, I know that there's going to be delays. I'm sure again, this holiday, so I want to make sure that everyone gets, if it's a holiday gift, that you get it in time. So in order to allow me that time, I'm going to ask that you guys get your orders in probably by December 8th. And I'll make sure that I post that on my website as well. But any questions you have regarding any designs or colors or anything like that, feel free to just send me a message. You can do that through Facebook or there is a form to fill out on my website, kindnesstreemovement.com. Thanks for listening. I hope you're well and I hope you listen to your body because no doctor knows it better than you do and do good for yourself. Thanks. Have a good night or day. I don't know when you're listening, whatever time it is. I hope the rest of your existence is positive and filled with light.